Welcome back to another episode of Ella Marie TV. This is actually my first episode that I did ever for my YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Ella Marie Tedebi, T-E-R-E-B-I. And it was with the wonderful Joffrey Damas, a rapper out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, who has gone on to release numerous albums, as well as write songs for some of your favorite K-pop stars. And I am so glad that I got to interview him as my first interview. And I cannot wait for you all to hear this. Enjoy. So, hello, good people. I'm so excited to bring you all this interview with Jafra Damas, an artist, yes. songwriter, and rising international superstar. He just released his Rose Gold EP on his birthday as a gift to us. Um, and we're so grateful, and I am so thankful uh, to have you today. So welcome. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad to have you. This is so great. I'm really looking forward to hearing about your story and learning more about you as an artist. So let's dive right into, let's start with Rose Gold, the EP. So how did okay. that come about? What was the inspiration? You know, I know you said you released it on your birthday as a gift to your fans. I have my favorite tracks and lines. So I have questions about that. But yeah, tell us a little <laughs> bit more about Rose Gold. Um, so basically I was just looking for a new way to challenge myself. And uh I had been listening to a lot of Pharrell at the time and I was like, Man, yeah. if I could emulate this sound but like make it me, it would sound so cool, you know what I mean? I think I could really execute it well. And so I had been working on it for so long and there's a lot of misfires because uh some was trying to I feel like I was trying to sound too much like him and then other mm -hmm. ones it was just like uh I don't think my head's all the way in this. Um, I think out of the 12 songs I did, those four really captured what I was really trying to uh, present to everybody. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like paying homage to one of the greats, you know? Yeah, for sure. Definitely feel the Pharrell vibes, um, especially in the 24s track. That's probably yeah. my favorite. That <laughs> one I definitely like. That's Yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's something. Did you produce that track or did someone, you just, no, someone gave you that? No, my produced that track. Shout out to your producer because that is a yeah. hot track. Um, and of course, I love the lyrics, right? All the glory, like, worked so many nights, hard on the craft, now creations are vast. Be a man, made some fans. K-pop next year, I'll do our tour in Japan. <laughs> Real quick for you, I lived in Japan. Worked in Japan, no, no people in Japan, so we could really get oh. you on tour in Japan if you really want to do it. We could really do that. That's what happened. That's called manifesting in real life, right? Um, yeah. yeah, I love that line. I love somewhere. I think that one is really relatable for a lot of people, right? Um, just the lyrics about someone is out there somewhere for you and things like that. So yeah, yeah I love. That's I love the that feeling of security. Yeah, yeah, I love the EP. Um, so congratulations on releasing that. Everybody go check it out. I will put a link in the below for you to uh, go ahead and click on it. So let's go back to the beginning, right? How did you get into music? How did you get into songwriting? Where did all of that sort of come from? Were you a poet when you were younger? You know, all those different things. Tell us about that. Um, so in fifth grade, I was living in Atlanta, Georgia. And I think that was the first time I really started like writing things. Um, there was a state contest for all okay. the schools. Uh, it was a little writing contest and it was pretty cool. They gave you like three or four different topics and whatever topic you picked, you had to literally 
create a story out of nothing from that wow. topic. Yeah. And I ended up winning the state contest in fifth grade. And that was kind of like my first, like, hmm, I'm pretty good at this. Um, but, you know, my family wasn't really into the whole creative aspect. I come from a military family. So mm -hmm. I feel like if they would have embraced some of the things I was doing a little younger, I maybe would have gotten to music sooner. But okay. um, I was an athlete, so I played soccer okay. for a long time. Um, and actually, in college is actually where I really started like trying to get into music. I was a uh, I had the little iHome box where you can just okay. plug your iPod into it. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I used to always just you know have beats on there playing. I used to love rapping over Erica Badu beats. Oh wow, so that's smooth. really interesting. Yeah, yeah okay. was, uh, that New York soul sound just really kind of yeah. stuck out to me. Yeah, and uh, that was actually how a lot of my earlier music sounded. Yeah. Um, but I think music kind of saved me because I feel like I wasn't really making the best decisions back then. And it was kind of the only thing that pulled me out of the, the darkness that I felt I was feeling back in that time. And it started off as a hobby. And then it hit a point where I was like, all right, I'm kind of getting good at this. Do I want to just dive in? Which was the scariest thing for me to do. Because yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of like, I, I used to have a lot of commitment issues and it's not yeah, even just for yeah. relationships, but yeah, just like, yeah. committing to things. And so just to tell myself like, yo, you want to be a rapper? Everybody's trying to be a rapper right now. So it was yeah. really scary. Um, but through that, I uh, ended up, I was in DC when I first started dropping music on SoundCloud. And then I met an engineer in Albuquerque, which is, I guess I can say that's where I'm from because I graduated high school there. Okay. So when I met that engineer, he was like, yo, like, I really want to help you with your sound. Because I was recording all my stuff on GarageBand at the time. And yeah. it did not sound Use what you good. got. Yeah. yeah. Use what you got. You just do what you got with what you got. Yeah. Uh, but it, it sounded good enough for people to listen to. And he was like, yo, I got a studio. I'll record you for free. Just can you get out here? Wow. So I initially only went out there for a little bit because, like I said, it was a hobby at first. I was actually trying to be a flight attendant. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. You um, could have been a rapper. I just wanted attendant. to travel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know why that was something that really interested me, but I just wanted to travel and see the world. And yeah. Then it came to a point where I was like, okay, well, I'm either going to go to flight attendant school or I'm going to do music. And at the yeah. time, there was a big show. Through that show is where I met Jeremy Jasper, okay. who yep. was one of the songwriters on Joppin. Yep. And he actually, I don't know, he was so hard to read at first. Because, mm. uh, I don't know, he's hes really dope, but I can tell there's a million things on that man's mind. He's always yeah. about his business. Yeah. So it was always just like, oh, I don't know if this guy likes me, but he kept inviting me to do shows with him. And they were throwing right. festivals. Okay. So to me, it was like I hadn't even performed yet, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was cool. Uh, there's this venue in Meow Wolf in New Mexico called Meow Wolf. It's like an interactive museum. Meow Wolf? Like Meow? Meow Wolf? Okay. Yeah, Meow Wolf. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to explain it, it's like, okay. So there's a, there's a 
the whole place is huge, but so say there's okay. this house in front of you. You walk into the house. It looks like a normal house, and then there's a refrigerator. You could open up the refrigerator, walk through the wow. refrigerator, and now you're in a winter wonderland. You know what I mean? Stuff like that is really cool. Wow. And as yeah. you're maneuvering through this interactive museum, it almost seems like a trip on acid or something. <laughs> but when as you're walking through, once you get to yeah. the middle, there's a huge stage. And so uh, a lot of people okay. were just going there for the museum, but eventually Jasper and them started to create a cult following right. on um, that, you know, that venue. And yeah. from there, we all started hanging out more. Uh, it was me, Kali, Nas, Retro. It was cool because it was like a bunch of black artists coming together, especially in New Mexico. It's kind of unheard of. Yeah. There's not <laughs> many black people out not there. Not really where they tell us to go. Yeah. <laughs> So um, eventually, uh, I think it was two. Dropping came out in October third, but we did that. We wrote that song that March. Okay. And I remember I was in Albuquerque, and Jasper was like, "Hey, I want you guys to move to New York." Yeah. We were like, "New York? What are we gonna do out there?" But at the same time, it was like we had been in Albuquerque for so long, we didn't want to feel like we had plateaued somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so, as we were getting ready for that move, he was like, "I have an idea on how to help you guys." Uh, financially, I have this K-pop song. I was going to write it myself, but I want right. to give it to y'all. So he gives us a beat, and he's like, all right, y'all work on this all day, and we don't see him the whole day. So wow. we're all just so He just like puts like, you in a room and like... Yeah! He was just work, like, work I want magic. the song to be jumping. I want right. the song to be popping. And I was like, well, what are we going to do with that? Well, that's, that's how you Nas got... Okay. Like, yeah, that's what Nas was like, call it jumping. And I was just like, that sounds weird. <laughs> we gonna get it. We gonna get into that. We gonna get into that. Yeah. I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions. Okay, <laughs> I got questions, but it worked out. But okay. <laughs> sorry, I can talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. No, that's great. That's that really does lead into into what you know we'll talk about with that track. Um, so, did you getting leading up to this right and meeting Jasper and stuff like that? Do you? Do you read a lot of books? Like, what do you do to maintain yourself as a songwriter and as a rapper? Like, how do you come up with, like, words, like, the technical aspects of it? Like, what are you doing in the background when before you're forced to just sit in a room and write a song? Man, that is a really good question. Uh, <laughs> that's It's tricky for me because yeah. sometimes I can get inspired at the most random times. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to be a server at Applebee's. Okay. And sometimes I'd be talking Hence the to the line about Applebee's. In that yeah, line. exactly. Got it. Okay. And yep. As I'm, I, I'd be walking away from a table and be like, "Yo, something that lady said, turn that into a line." Oh, cool. Now I can make a whole song out of this. But a lot oh of the gosh. times, it's just, you know, you're hearing that beat, and I'm just kind of yeah. letting the beat. You know, I feel like the beat speaking to me. You know. Okay. That's the best way I can explain it. So do you? Um, so you're a beat first songwriter, or are you a yeah, lyrics definitely. first songwriter? I okay. can yeah, write yeah. before the beat, but right. I don't know. It's just something about being in tune with the beat. It just comes out yeah. smoother. Like yeah, being able to write a beat, I feel like is a talent in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you dance? Is that like a part of this? <laughs> you know I, I've crazy? heard. You know? I, I joined a hip hop team in high school. And uh, I used to dance a lot with them. And I actually, when I was playing soccer for my college yeah. in Arizona, uh, we used to go to Mexico and party over there. And I would, I would get in dance battles all the time over there. 
<laughs> there you go. So yeah, but, uh, so you can dance. Yeah, you're just musically inclined. It is just within yeah, your but veins. I, I feel like I I I wouldn't say I'm a dancer, but I can dance. But I would yeah. love to learn choreography. Listening okay, to all yep, these K-pop yep. songs now, I'm like, oh, I feel like I get the groove, you know. Listen, you really <laughs> they were they rehearse, okay? I always yeah, yeah, if I could come back, I would come back as a dancer. That is yeah. <laughs> that is definitely like my next my next life. I would love to be like a choreographer. That would I think be it. You do it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> what are what are some of the keys to good songs? What what would you say is a key to a good song? Right. So not necessarily a hit but a good song? Well, I used to struggle so much because I would write really long verses and not really know how to do hooks or uh, really focus on melodies, bridges. So I think once I learned how to do that, it's, I feel like the verses are like, like oh, people like the verses. Like, oh, okay, this is cool, right. this is cool. But the hook is what draws them in. Right. So I think a, a solid hook is foundation at, at most okay um, and then you build from there yeah but i yeah exactly but i think it's just about being relatable people like things mm. they can relate to and i've always prided myself on just speaking how i'm actually feeling yeah. i don't want to rap about something that i'm not going through you know right right so um you know with that is i think that's to me a good song is all right as i'm listening to this can I feel your struggle? Can I feel your pain? Can I feel your happiness? Can I feel your joy? What am I getting out of this song? And from there, I'm like, okay, I like this. Because that's what's going to keep me coming back, that replay value. Yes, yes. That, like, I can't even tell you this week alone how many times I've listened to some of your songs. So um, I think that's <laughs> definitely really key. Um, my whole library on Apple Music. I use Apple Music, although I have Spotify and all those things. But um, I like Apple pretty Music much better. But Spotify yeah. is the only one that really like shows people how you're doing. You That's know what true. I mean? Just, it okay. the although, what about Title does too, right? No, nah. Title not give you. Title give you the numbers. No, nah, Title just gives you a. Uh, well, they all give you numbers, but I'm saying for right. like, like from a fan's perspective, they're like, wow, got it. This song has this many views. This song is yeah. top right now, you know what I mean? So that's I mean, true. That's Spotify true. and they run you the numbers like every yeah, month. They have yeah. Yeah. Monthly yeah. Listeners. It's it's yeah. almost like the new SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Who are some of your favorite artists? Like first of all, who are your favorite artists? And then we'll get to the second part of that question, which I think you'll know <laughs> what I'm gonna say. But who are some of your favorite artists? Give me like your top uh top five to ten. Okay. Um Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, okay. Uh, yeah, Kendrick Lamar will be my top. Pharrell okay. will be my second. Yep. Um, Erica Badu, three. Yeah. Jill Scott, four. Uh, Did you watch the verses? Frankie Be huh? Did you watch the verses? I did. That was incredible. Yeah. I also yeah. like that, unlike the other verses, like they were supporting and uplifting each other as they were doing right. their songs instead of it being like a me versus you thing, you know what I mean? Exactly. You're exactly. like, girl, we having a good time here. Let's jam. I yes. love how Erica Badu had the little the projector behind there and the little yes. DJ thing. I was like, exactly. She is great. <laughs> she is. But, she really um, is something. Sorry, yeah. Uh, what would be number five? I think you were going <laughs> to say Frankie Beverly and Maze. Frankie Beverly and Maze, yes. Yep. Um, and I owe that one to my grandma. I actually have a tattoo of her. Oh um, yeah, yeah. With the uh, Frankie Beverly and Maze, uh, the hand. <laughs> yes, 
Yeah. And then, um, who? Dom Kennedy will be okay. six. Do I know Tom Kennedy? Who's Tom Kennedy? Dom. Oh man, he's a he's a LA legend. He's an LA legend. I'll definitely put you on some of his good projects after this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, no. Seven would be. I'll say J. Cole. I really like J. Cole. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, I was actually a really big Paramore fan too. Uh, oh my! I like, yeah, Haley Williams is my favorite. <laughs> We're not. This isn't about me. This is about you. But all I'm gonna say is, I also had that phase. I still have that phase. Yes. Alternative, like, but Haley can sing. Okay, yes. Haley can sing. But also, yes, their lyrics and their all of their albums and everything are so they're still going, right? Like that's proof that they yeah. are. Yeah, well, I think she's, she's doing solo. She's solo right now, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's been doing, she just put but, out an uh, album last year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love her. I love her so much. Yeah. Uh, am I on eight or nine? You'd be on eight, I think. Eight. Okay, <laughs> it's okay if you go over <laughs> under. Um. Eight. Uh, this is such a tricky question because I feel yeah. like I go through phases where yeah. I really like We'll just this. say it for right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll just right. leave it at top eight. I'll leave yeah. it at top eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's <laughs> great. We love it. Um, we'll just stay in the moment, stay present. Love the top eight. Um, really great selections personally, but I know a lot of people also relate to those things. So who do you want to work with? Who do you want to write for? Who do you want to rap with? Like, what are we? I think Kendrick, obviously. Oh man, yeah, I would love. I would have. I think the person I really would have wanted to work with was Mac Miller. Um, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, I truly. He, uh, he was one of my like. Yeah. I loved his music. He would have definitely. He should have definitely been on my list. I was like, I think you had a. But you uh, had a I definitely would have wanted to like, work with him. You had a tweet that was like the divine feminine. Feminine was about before its time, which. I completely no, agree with. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with. Well, one thing I liked about Mac was that, and I, I actually feel this way about Mac and Big Sean, but yeah. I like artists that when they get famous, they progressively keep getting better. Like right. you could hear Mac growing up in his music. Yeah. By the time he got to Define Feminine, you were like, ah, oh, where is he going with this? He keeps finding right. new ways to wow me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So um, I would have liked that just to kind of pick his brain too. Yeah, uh, that's what one reason. Like, I really want to just meet artists. Not all the time I want to work with them, but just get inside their brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. plus, how is it to be up there? You know what I mean? I'm just getting a taste of really being in the music industry, and yeah, it's a. Uh, I can only imagine what it is once, like you know, you're you're on that plateau. Exactly. Um, I can't wait to see where you are in like three years, five years, ten years, like. It's just going to be crazy. You I, I can already feel it. I can already feel it. Um, I get nervous, though, because it's like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uncertainty scares me sometimes. Just like the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. um, and just trying to believe in myself. Because when you don't know, sometimes you can doubt yourself. So it's like, yeah. I'm just always trying to keep myself motivated. Like, yo, you're, yeah. you're doing good right now. You know what I mean? You are doing it. You're literally <laughs> like, it's happening. So you got to Because it's going to keep going, right? Uh, I think also one of the things that the advice, some of the advice that I like to give myself is the fear of success is sometimes stronger than the fear of failure, right? Because once you start to succeed, as we said, you're going, you're, you're on your right, on your way, right? 
that's going to add more responsibility. Right. And I think that's where that fear of like the unknown and failure starts to come in. Right. Because you're like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing well, but I don't know what's next, but I'm doing well. So it's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I feel that for sure. Yeah. Um, so great. So let's get into jumping and popping. We jumping. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was like jumping, like what, what, why is that the name of the song? But now that you've explained it to me, completely understand. Uh, for everyone that doesn't know, Jopping is the first debut track by Super M, a K-pop group made up of members from SM Entertainment, which is one of the big companies in uh, South Korea putting out K-pop groups. So they have members from Shiny, NCT, and EXO. Those are the sort of three groups that are in Super M. And they released their first song, Jopping, on October 3rd, 2019. It charted number one on the world digital billboard charts, number 25 on the charts. It did all kinds of numbers. It's still doing all kinds of numbers. And you contributed to that. Um, So tell us about, you said you met Jasper. And Jasper, let's get back to that story. So how you all are writing on this song. And now says, let's call it jumping and popping, jopping. So tell us, take it from there. Okay, so when Jasper left us there, um, I think we had a choice I think we had a choice of like six beats and the Joppa beat was the one that just stuck out to us. And I was like, man, this is dope. And then that's where, you know, Jasper, right before he left, he was like, yo, you know, I want this song to be jumping. I want it to be popping. I want it to feel like a house party vibe. So I remember the first couple hook ideas. We were like, ah, this just isn't sitting right. And then Oz brought it back. He was like, he said jumping and popping. Him and Rachel were like, let's just call it jopping. Yeah. And so yeah. once they did that, that's when we started, you know, coming up with the hook idea. And then from the hook, um, I think Nas laid his verse down first. He was right. the, uh, make the money mine soon, make the crowd go wild. And yeah, that was Nas. Yes. Okay. 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 And um, from there, um, <laughs> I think I remember playing the Switch because I was like, yo, I need some motivation. So like I started Switch? playing. Yeah, I started playing Smash Bros. Oh my gosh, I have a Switch too. (laughs) I love Switch. Oh my gosh. And then uh, we were actually supposed to go eat all together. And we're like, all right, cool. We still have all day to do this song because I think we had to give it back to SM the very next day. We had to give them a rough version. And then if they liked it, then they would mix down the whole song and send it to them. So I remember uh, we ended up splitting up. Me and Retro went to go eat. And I ended up falling asleep. So fun fact, I almost didn't make it on Jopping because I ended up waking up at like 11 o'clock at night and my friend's like knocking on my door like, yo, yo, we got to get back to the studio. We got to get back to the studio. Yeah. And by the time I got back there, the whole song was done except, uh, well, because I I worked on Half the Hook. So we did that part. And then I did Mark's verse and the verse after Mark. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember I got there and I was like, ah. I don't know what I'm going to stay. Everybody's yeah. verse sounds so good. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we were listening to Andre 3000's uh, uh, prototype from The Love Below. And yes. that's when I was like, you think you're big boy throwing three stacks. Yes. And after that, I just kind of kept building from that line. And Got it. Next thing you know, uh, Jasper's like, yo, I really think they're going to take this song. And then we don't hear about it for months. Um, and by this time, we're already in New yeah. York. So I'm in New York, I'm 
trying to figure out how to live life out there, trying to figure out what I'm going to do, honestly. Because right, right, right. I felt so lost when I first got out there. New York is, New York is different. I'm personally an LA girl. No shade to New York, but I'm personally an Actually, LA just girl. Moved, I'm in LA right now. I just moved. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love LA. <laughs> love LA. I'll tell um, you about it afterwards. <laughs> okay, but um, so I think it was like a month before Joplin came out. He was like, "Yo, uh, I got some good news for you." I hit us up in the group chat. He was like, "They bought the song from y'all. Um, Joplin is going to be a thing. It's going to come out." Uh, there's so many big things going for it. And at yeah. this time, we didn't know who we were writing for because, I mean, ah. I know when I first, because I, I posted the demo on accident, got right. a tour for that. I won't do that again. But, <laughs> but, uh, um, it's all good. We live and we learn. We live and we learn. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember all the beats at NCT. So I thought that's who we were writing for. Got it. And at the time, uh, there was a, I had a lady friend and she loved K pop. She was like, oh, yeah. NCT is dope, but she would always bring up Mark. And I was ah, just yeah, like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. But, you know, yeah. I wasn't really listening to K-pop back then. So I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, cool, Mark. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when the song came out, I ended up actually writing for him. And honestly, he did it way better than I. I, I like that I was able to write for him, but his delivery yeah. was cold. Yeah. It was Have so you looked cold. into him since then? Oh yeah. Um so you know he did the high school rapper show and yeah that that. Stuff? yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's so from dropping dropping um Oh, hold on. I'll take it back and I'll get to that later. But uh okay. so yep. fast forward when dropping dropped, I was actually in the hospital and it's been oh, kind of no. good lately, but uh at that time it was really bad and I was hospitalized for a week. Oh my so gosh. when I was in the hospital, drop and dropped at like two, three in the morning. Right. And I'm talking to my nurse. I'm like, yo, you won't believe this. Like I'm on a K-pop song. It's got all these views. Like this is going right. up. And it was cool because. She's like checking your temperature. Like, a- are you okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, are you okay? I got the IV in, but I'm like talking about a K-pop song. Right. 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 <laughs> and then after that, like. It just started going up. Next thing I know, Mark's verse alone is trending on Twitter. And I'm like seeing these crowds perform the song. And, and it was wild. I'd never yeah. experienced yeah. something like that before. Yeah. Um, but it was just also weird because it was like, you know, we wrote this song, but like not a lot of people knew it was us. They're just like, oh, this yeah. song is really dope. So yeah. it was cool when, uh, do you know, the interview was React to the K? Yeah. They did an interview with Jasper, and then that's when they name dropped me. And they were like, "Who was the one who wrote the famous line?" And then after that, next thing you know, I think I've gained Twitter blowing up. Followers. Yep. Yeah, I've gained eight hundred <laughs> followers from that song, which is really cool. Yeah. I even got a lot of followers on Instagram from it. Yeah, but I also have a little cult, um, and it's weird because <laughs> K-pop so fans I... are way more intense than like I would intense. say American fans are. Like. They really love you. Once they like say, "Yo, I rock with you." Loyal. If, yeah, they're super loyal. Every time I drop yeah. music, I'll throw it in the group chat. And be like, "Hey guys, yeah. let me know what you think." And they're like, "Yes." They're always supporting me all the time. They uh, so I've been in K-pop. I probably I got into it really in sophomore year of college. One of my I was a residence assistant. One of my floor members sort of showed me Super Junior, 
and he showed me sorry sorry and they showed me girl generation g and i was just like hooked right like it was just, i was just like this is a whole new world like what is going on um right. from there it just like took off i became really big with big bang and then i started to take a break right i sort of got out of it a little bit but what i've noticed is um, a lot of the artists like you and um, I don't know if you know who Justin Lyons is. He's a guitarist. He's played with YG a lot. Yeah. Um, done a lot with Black Pink and things like that. Watch them grow the band six, right? Things like that. A lot of times you all are able to also get a following for the work that you've done for these artists, right? Which is right. really great. And K-pop fans are so loyal. They're so amazing. They really try to support the people that have done it. I've seen, you know, some of the tweets for you, like, you know, the video with the Mark and them dancing and they're like, this is yeah. Jack Adonis. Like, he wrote this, you know, things like that, just so you know. But I think that's a really important point, too, is that a lot of times people just think these songs sort of come out of nowhere, right? And that that they're just out of thin air. And it's like, no, like, people worked on this and people wrote this. Um, I got a message from a girl. She was heartbroken. She was just like, I really want to support you, but it's just so hard to realize that Mark didn't write this verse. Oh my god! And I was just like, "There's also yes, yeah, that aspect of it." Yes, yeah. she was yeah. like, yeah. "It just it hurts me," and I was just like, "I'm sorry, dude." Like, you worked I'm on here, it but together. I heard he does. Mark write, he together. writes music though. Yeah, I think he does. Uh, there was some so show that's that he was doing. Like, yeah, I didn't want them. I didn't want her to be discredit him because he's super talented. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. it was weird to see her say that because I was like, I don't know. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's definitely. <laughs> so that kind of leads me into my next question. I, okay, so I'm a little bit of a language nerd. I speak Japanese, a little bit of Korean, a little bit of Chinese, Spanish, all these different things, right? So I'm really interested in like the technical aspect of this. So if you don't, right. you know, like if my question gets a little too technical, nerdy, just let me know. Okay. So you all wrote the whole song in English. Yes. And then they took it and added some Korean. Yes. But did they just translate the English or do they rewrite it? In, that's what I've always wanted to know. It's like, how do you, how do well, you they get actually, from the original song to this song? They actually didn't change our verses at all. Okay. So everything okay. that we wrote, they did it completely the same way. They just, some of the words they're using, I think it flowed better to use it yeah. in Korean. Yeah. Like, um, like, uh, the verse after Mark, I'm trying to remember his Taeyong. name. I don't want to that. Yes. Um, yeah. He, uh, I, the part I wrote was, believe me, I'm a sight to see. And right. he wrote, it's like, me, Gaba Gaba, sight to see. And it's like it. completely different. You know what I mean? But um, I think it's the same thing just in Korean. Because when they put the subtitles on, it's exactly yeah, how we wrote it. I um so I wrote my thesis on Japanese hip hop and whether or not the language sort of allows it to become rap, right? And so I'm always really right. interested in in those aspects, right? So yeah, so they changed it, so they just translate it and then keep yeah. the meaning, but it's still what you all wrote. But then, so are there any is there any sort of parameter around it where they say you know because some of the things that i've noticed is that they use short form english right or they use words that might be a little bit easier to pronounce right so are there parameters where you all are told to only use those versions of the songs or do you all just naturally do that and give it to them and then they change it well you know what's crazy is that like with Japan, like it just kind of really flowed really well together and it was also right. easier because everybody who was in the room working on the song were all really good writers in their own got it know, aspects so 
just being able to be in that creative headspace and just feed off each other was dope. But I'm finding it a lot more challenging now. To like, now I'm a lot more people have been asking me to write K-pop songs for them now. I can't really say the names, but no, of course. Uh, I'm writing they call those love people, calls. But yeah, but it's You've uh, a lot of love calls. <laughs> it's it's harder. It's a lot harder because yeah. they they do want you to do it a certain way. They actually give right. you like a whole resume on how right. they want you to do the song, and then they give you. Um, uh, what do you call it? References to like other songs. Like, oh, Got it. this is the vibe we're looking for. And I was struggling right. because, like, even though the songs are, they'll be like, "Yo, the song you wrote for us is really good," but you gotta understand it's K-pop, so we need more of this, more of this, more of this. And that's why I think it would be better to like do a lot of these things with a team again, because you know what I mean. One thing I might not hear somebody else be like, "Oh, we should try this here." You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. You actually kind of answered my, my next question, which was, how do you write for K-pop audiences versus American audiences, right? So your music style, it's not drastically different, I would say. Like, it's still, like, a vibe and things like that. But I would say that your your music is more for an American audience. Um, Most definitely. And now you're writing for K-pop audiences. So what are some of the things that you pay attention to when writing for a K-pop audience versus an American audience? Um flow change every four bars so every four bars oh. i'm changing the flow um wow. that was one thing that helped me with mark's verse is that okay. uh just every four bars hit him with something new because right. you don't want to be too repetitive but right. you also want to be catchy so it was also like punchlines um you know a lot of the times i like to tell a story but with k-pop right. they're not necessarily really looking for a story you know what i mean so trying to transition into that of just, all right, how can I still make this dope and catchy? Um, right. So that was cool. I actually was, I've been trying to watch a lot of battle rap too, because uh, yeah. they're all about punchlines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. An artist you probably want to connect with who does battle rapping or used to do battle rapping is dumbfounded. He's in LA. Um, really? And he used to do, yeah, he used to do battle rapping. Um, and there's also that show that's on um, Mnet, Show Me the Money. Oh, wow. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, so Show Me the Money is for like up-and-coming rappers in Korea to do battle rapping. And then usually at the end, they get recruited by one of the agencies. So a couple of them have gone right. to Higher Music. Some of them have gone to um, YG. Some of them have gone on to do different things. Um, but you know those what's are so some crazy to me is that, well, I, I was trying to watch the Blackpink uh Oh, the documentary. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they said is that a lot of them like were picked up from very young ages. Yeah. And then they literally yeah. put you with this group and make y'all grow up together. Yeah. And I think that's so dope that like yeah. they build that chemistry early, you know? Yeah. But it's also yeah. like I bet that training was extensive. Extensive. I, I don't know if I would have been able to do all that. <laughs> I actually just went to um, I went to a talk. There's a professor at UCLA who studies um, K-pop, and she talked about blackness in K-pop, right? And she talked about how they have these contracts that they sign, sort of when they're like 13, 14, right? And then those last for that whole time. But the point of it is that they are sort of nurtured into this group that then debuts, and you see sort of a family, right? You see these people that get along, that are friendly, that can vibe off of each other on the stage and things like that, right? Um, but yeah, it is definitely really intense. It's a different. It's a different model, also from what I think we see here in America, right? And a lot of times, boy boy groups and girl groups, we don't really see them succeed because they just don't have that chemistry, right? They don't have that 
that bonding um, yeah. as much as I would say K-pop groups do. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely That's a different it's so crazy how SM does it. They're just putting yeah. so many different groups together. Like, oh, we have these people in this group. All right. Yeah. Now, we really like these people in this group. So now we're going to put yep. them in this group. See how we do on this one. NCT, the whole concept <laughs> of NCT. I, so I, again, just sort of started getting back into K-pop. Like, I probably got out of it when BTS was just becoming popular in Korea. So like when they, okay. so probably back when they just started, when they just debuted, I sort of stepped out for a while. Um, and I come back and now you've got NCT and it's like NCTU and NCT Dream and NCT 127. And then members from NCT Dream go to NTC 127. And it's yeah. just like, I can't even keep up, but I like it. I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm loving the vibe. So it's great. It's great. We're going to keep it moving. Um, okay. So you've answered a lot of my technical nerdy questions about languages because I'm just, I'm always, I'm listening to K-pop, I'm listening to K-hip-hop, right? And I'm thinking, like, how did they meld, right, the English and the Korean together to make it flow so nicely, right? And so right. definitely answered uh, my question about that. So <laughs> I want to give you um, a little bit of chance to, like, is there anything you want to promote? And you said you're working on some things. You obviously just had your EP come out. Is there anything else that you sort of want to let everybody know about? Anything else you want to... Mm brag about this is your bragging time <laughs> um, brag about yourself <laughs> treat yourself uh yeah honestly i wouldn't even say i have much to brag about i'm just yeah. honestly just really happy to be here um, yeah. <clears throat> i just yeah. want to you know keep striving to keep pushing myself to do more yeah uh, and I'm hoping, you know, one of these next K-pop songs I write hits the same way Joppin did. You know what I it mean? Will. It will. We already know. <laughs> we already know it will. I will say, though, that uh, now that I see that they uh, put in Joppin to be for a Grammy. Yes. So. Right. It, together, but yep, you, did it. you beat me to it. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't even care if they win. Yeah. The fact that I can say I could be a nominated Grammy writer. Yeah. That that would be my bragging rights. I don't think people will hear the end of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. Listen, Grammy nominated. Next time I talk to you, Grammy nominated rapper, singer, artist, like all those different things. We gotta have it all in there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really exciting. I was just gonna mention. But, um, yeah, I've seen seen that. But yeah. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, definitely Pete Rose Gold. I think that's probably my favorite project I've made this year. Yeah. I've yeah. been working on an album. Um, I don't okay. know if you're into like, like cartoons or anime, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm working on a full length album. And, uh, it's called Adult Swim. And yes. it's kind of like a, a vibe off of the old Adult Swim. So uh, I love Adult Swim. Like, yeah. It's cool because uh, it was real neo soul and experimental, funky type beats. So uh, yeah. that's what I'll be working on next. Um, it's all, right. all produced by one person. So, uh, that's, that'll be in the works. Hopefully, I'll drop it at the end of this okay. year, but okay. Rose Gold might be my last release this year. I don't know yet. I'm still trying okay. to figure out. Uh, uh, well, this year, I tried a little, little differently. I wanted to drop music more consistently, but also make sure the music was quality with the consistency. Because right. um, uh, I watched this wrestling. Everybody gives Russ so much hate, but there was an interview Russ? he did where... the Russell Yeah, have you ever heard of Russ? Oh no, Russ. Maybe, maybe. Okay, keep okay. going. Okay, he's got long hair. Of a, uh, he's from Georgia, and um, 
he uh, he was just like, yo, one of the biggest things that helped me when I was trying to become an artist was for a whole year, I just dropped music every single month. Every single wow. month, just drop music, just stay right. in people's faces because eventually they're going to keep seeing you and be like, this person's always dropping. What is this? Let me check it out. Right. And right. then that's where the quality comes in. You don't know when somebody's going to check out your music. So mm-hmm. I'm, I've been trying to make it to where whenever you hear of me, whenever you listen to something, that project's going to draw you in. You know what I mean? Right, right. Whether it's a project I dropped last year or a project I dropped in the future, I want that project to be so good that even if you don't like it, you respect it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, uh, yeah that. that's, that's, that's where I've been going with it. But, uh, yeah, honestly, just to take it back, I'm just really happy to be here. And uh, yeah. I appreciate all the K-pop fans for uplifting my spirit as much as they K-pop can. Man. They are yes. they are loyal to the bone, and they will keep you going even in those low times. So yeah, yeah definitely keep them around. To Korea. So yeah, really we got to get you to Korea. That. That's going to be once this whole thing that's in the air, that thing that's happening. Uh, once that settles down, first flight, we're out to Korea. Yeah. Um, first class. Last question. First class. Also, also, yes, that's also how we're going to do it. Let's call it Korean Air right now. Um, I always like to end my interviews on a random question note. So okay. I'm going to ask you a random question. Hopefully you eat these items or if you don't, we'll figure something else out. Hamburgers okay. or hot dogs? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm down for this question, but yes. where are the hamburgers and hot dogs coming from? Because that's, 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 yeah. that's a big determinant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sh- well, okay, since I'm from Chicago, Chicago-style hot dog or okay. hamburger from, <sighs> there's so many places, like the best burger you've ever had. Like, there's a place here that has supposedly one of the best burgers. I'm blanking on the name of the restaurant, but like that, or if you want like In-N-Out or Whataburger or whatever you want. <laughs> I'd probably get the burger. I'd probably get the yes. burger. But you know what's crazy? Yeah. I cook a lot of hot dogs at home because it's such really? a quick thing. I can just throw in a microwave yeah. and, you know, go to the studio, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You got your protein, like you get out with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What about oh my you, gosh. though? Um, yeah, definitely hamburgers. Yeah. I'm not okay. a hot dog person. Um, I like brat, but I don't like hot dogs. I, there's something oh. about the texture and consistency of them that I don't like. Brats are really good. Um, yeah. Smoked sausage is really good also. Yes. Yes. And do you like Polish sausage? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Hit or miss? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Chicago, you know, we got a lot of that. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really big. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time out to speak with me. Um, this you. has been really great. I cannot wait to see where you go. I know it's only up from here and it's just going to be, I can't wait to see what you're working on and what, if you drop music this year or next year, I think we'll all be waiting for you. Um, so yeah, thank you so, so thank much. Thank you so much for even bringing me out. You know, yeah, this is a really cool moment and yeah. it was actually very comfortable talking to you. Yeah. It was like very oh, easy for a while. Good, good, good. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make everybody comfortable. So. Um, yes. Love to hear it. So yes, thank you so, so much.